Their elder brother Rafe's wife would be there, since she was part owner, along with her spirited and unconventional mother, and Cade had a tender place for his sister-in-law. Rafe he hoped to avoid, at least for a while. Ever since their father had laid down the law about the ranch, they'd been at odds. Reaching the hotel's front door, Jeb put out one leather-gloved hand and wrenched it open in mocking deference. After you, he told Cade. The look in his eyes was downright irascible. Cade gave his brother a scathing once over, squared his shoulders, and stepped over the threshold. The lobby was warm and cheerful, with curtains and carpets and china-globed lamps, offering a pleasant contrast to the hardship of the trail, and a blaze was crackling on the hearth of a newly added fieldstone fireplace. Steamy, savory smells wafted from the direction of the dining room, the only restaurant in town. It didn't compare to the ones in Lively Tombstone, where there were any number of such establishments, including ice cream parlors. But if there had to be just one eatery in Indian Rock, Cade was grateful it was a good one. A small nun with striking blue-green eyes stood behind the registration desk, His brain dulled by fatigue, Cade blinked once, certain he was seeing things, before he remembered meeting the young woman on a couple of other occasions, once at a party a few months back on the ranch, and on a previous visit to the hotel. She'd come in on the stagecoach one day, by the account he'd heard, and Emmeline and her mother had seen she was down in her luck, and offered her work at the hotel— Something about her worried at his memory like the teeth of a dog, but he put it down to being road-weary and saddle-sore. Sister Mandy, she called herself, he recalled that much. He smiled a little and ambled toward her, with Jeb chinking along a few strides behind. Irreverently, he wondered what she'd look like in a party dress. "'Welcome to the Arizona Hotel,' she said, watching him in a wary way, as though taking his measure. She looked about half ready to bolt for the nearest exit. She probably figured him for an outlaw with his seedy countenance, and that amused him as much as her disguise. Whatever Sister Mandy was, she was no more a nun than he was an outlaw. He would have bet his favorite saddle on that, or traded it for a real good look at her. "'Would you gentlemen like a room?' she asked. Cade remembered his manners. He hadn't had much call to use them of late, so he was somewhat out of practice, and removed his hat. Two rooms,' he said, without looking at Jeb. He'd been bunking on the opposite side of a campfire from that polecat for almost a week as it was, and he needed some elbow room, literally and figuratively. "'Please,' Sister Mandy nodded and swiveled the registration book around for Cade to sign. He picked up the pen, dipped it into an open inkwell, and wrote his name with a flourish. Jeb penned his own signature underneath, barely legible, like always. "'I'll be wantin' a bath,' Jeb said. Seemed he hadn't forgotten how to talk after all, damn the luck. "'You need one,' Cade observed, without looking at his brother." He was spoiling to tie into somebody, had been since they'd left Tombstone, but he'd bide his time.
Becky had worked hard to make the Arizona Hotel a respectable place, and the last thing she needed, or would tolerate, was a brawl in her cheerful lobby. Besides, a lady was present, so to speak. Go to hell, Jeb responded blithely. Out of the corner of his eye, Cade saw his brother flex his left hand and knew he felt the same longing as he did to throw a punch and feel it connect. That's fifty cents extra, Mandy said, raising her voice a little, looking from one of them to another, clearly discomforted. The words they'd exchanged had been mild enough, but the testy undercurrent was unmistakable. Cade felt a moment's shame for alarming the girl, though he wouldn't credit Jeb with the decency to do the same. With the room, that will be two dollars.